0: Hello everybody, thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. Tonight's story is about a shliach in Berlin, Germany. I do not remember the name of the shliach, but this happened in approximately 2005, about 18 years ago, 19 years ago. And there was a big event in Berlin, it was a Jewish event, it was not really an event for people so involved in Torah and mitzvahs, but it was a Jewish event. And so the shleith decided he would go, he would set up a table there, there were hundreds and hundreds of Jewish people, and he would try to put on fill film with people, or help people get ready for Passover, Pesach, which was coming in a few weeks, Not sure exactly if he had matzes with him, perhaps, um, handmade special more matzes for the Seder. But he was there. And he set up his table early in the morning, and nobody stopped at his table. He was there for 10 hours till the event was over in, in the evening, and nobody stopped at his table. Not one person was interested. At the end of the day, somebody who was connected with the event came over to him and said, "Um, Rabbi, this is not Brooklyn, this is Berlin. It doesn't work this way. People are not interested in your table and your tefillin and your Passover stuff, and please do not come back tomorrow. Well, the shliach was a shliach of the Rebbe, and therefore he decided he would come back the next day. And he did. He got there in the morning, set up his table, was very friendly to anybody that came by, but nobody was interested in talking to him. He was there again for 10 hours, and a few minutes before it was time to leave, someone came over to the table and stopped to talk to him. He said, my name is Pedro, and I'm interested... In sponsoring Chabad activities, I would be very happy to sponsor all of your Passover activities that you are doing this year. Thus began a very warm and friendly relationship between the Shliach and the businessman. The Shliach helped the businessman in Torah mitzvahs. He taught him Torah, he helped him to do mitzvahs, and Pedro, the businessman, helped the rabbi with many projects. In fact, after a few years, there was a plan to build a $10 million Chabad center, all sponsored by Pedro. And they actually started construction. But then, unfortunately, Pedro became sick, very, very sick. Lo'oleinu, Rechmanu, Litzlon, shouldn't happen to us. But he became very, very sick. And he became sicker and sicker. The doctors did not have any hope for him. And he became very discouraged. Of course, his business stopped. Of course, the construction on the Chabad Center stopped. But what was more important was that Pedro had no hope for the future, and the doctor said, you might as well just go home and enjoy the last few weeks of your life. The shliach said, nothing doing. Let's go, Pedro, we're going to Crown Heights, we're going to visit the oil, Or as some people would say it, we're going to the Rebbe. They did. They went straight to the oil. And Pedro had his entire file of doctor reports and doctor recommendations and doctor prognosis. And the shliach had his entire file of plans for their building. And they went to the oil and they asked the debit to help. Then they came back. A few days later, or a day or two later, they were already back in Berlin. A few days later, it was time for Pedro to go to the doctor again. And guess what? The doctors couldn't believe it. They looked at the the scans or the x-rays, and they said, Pedro, you're all better all the tumors, all of the sicknesses that we saw with our equipment and that we were treating have disappeared. You are healthy. What a miracle. And of course, this business began to flourish again and the Chabad house was built and finished. A big Chabad center, a mikveh, It was absolutely beautiful. And of course, Pedro spoke at the dedication and told the story of the miracle. So we see this being Yud Shvat, or now it's Yud Aleph Shvat, the day of the histalkus of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, and the day at which the Rebbe took on leadership of Chabad and of the Jewish world in 1950, 1951. And it's important to remember that this story happened way after Gimel Thomas, way after the time that the Rebbe Menachem Mendel Schneerson was hidden from our view. And yet, as the expression goes, the Rebbe will find a way. And sure enough, the Rebbe's brachas are continuing even stronger than before, as the Rebbe said about his father-in-law after his estalkus, that that Abba can accomplish even more now and give greater brachas and help us even more than before. And that's part of the job of a nasi, to help light up in the neshamas of Yidin and to help Yidin in whatever way they need help. That's just part of being a nasi, the leader of the Jewish people. Brachah Hashem, we have a Rebbe, we can appeal through writing letters and so forth and receive brachas. And may the biggest bracha of all come which is Mashiach and Geula, especially through our learning of Taita and doing mitzvahs. And especially now that we have a war going on in Israel, a very serious war, but we are all part of the army. Through our learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, we are part of that army. And We do a lot, we accomplish a lot through our Torah mitzvahs. We help the soldiers who are in the battle. We help all Yidden all over the world. Thank you so much for helping. And the only thing is that we have to help even more. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.